0: Hey, friend. Hey, friend. Hello, hello. Oh, my God. It's been so long. Um, Hello, all of our friends out there. Um, For those that don't know, my name is Jade, and I am your resident bald baddie. And my name is Soeli. I'm your resident Virgo. Oh, my God. Hi, Soeli.
1: Hi. Oh, my goodness. It feels so good to... Be back.
0: Right. So, um, first off, before we get into it, I just want to give a shout out to all of our listeners and supporters from day one. So, you know, it's been a long time. Shouldn't left you. But we're back. But we're we're back. back. We're back. We are back. Um, You know, we are back in the kitchen, cooking up some things for y'all for this fall, winter session of our podcast for... uh, this year and we have some amazing things coming up for 2022 but you know we had to take a little break um gather ourselves you know go scream in the mountains or into a pillow all Mm -hmm. that good shit um but we're back we are back so um today's affirmation that i have for you all is that um, there is strength in stillness Mm -hmm. I will repeat that again. Today's affirmation is: "There is strength in stillness." Take a minute, take it in, let it, let it marinate within your bones and your spirit. You know, because over here we like, we like our souls like our food, well seasoned and marinated. So, I can't. Yeah. On that uh, note. <laughs> on that motherfucking note. Let's let's get into it y'all. So, like we said, um we are your hosts, Soeli, and Jare, your resident Virgo, and your resident Bald Baddie. And let's kick it off with some community updates. Soeli, what you got for me?
1: Um, so oh, in the in the beautiful world of the United States Uh, we have again another young white man um, being allowed to be a cisgender white man you know like I think I don't even want to give him the honor of saying his name I think that um, something I realized too Jade is that I've just been so lost in my own sort of world that I didn't even realize what was happening in terms of uh, he who shall not be named, who got acquitted, and like, and that's a big thing, right? It's like white supremacy does
0: not protect white people either. Um, I mean, we can say that, but it does more for white people than it does for anyone else. It um, does, and, and and to be honest, it does more for white cis men than it does for anyone else. Like, it's it's a system designed. It's a well-oiled White supremacy is a well-oiled machine that only supports white cis men, but um, I'm not going to give them or any um, give give them or that system much more power or space in our kitchen. Uh, we just want to bring attention to the fact that once again, um, our justice system has been has been you know consistently uh fucked, flawed, and unjust, and. This seventeen-year-old white cis boy man, because he's eighteen now. Mm -hmm. Um, What was it? Late? Was it early this year?
1: I want to say yes. Yeah, it was around the time there was protests happening,
0: and so he crossed state lines with the with a with a gun and shot some folks and injured some other folks and he was acquitted on all charges and to be honest the way the state of the world the you know the political social climate no one is surprised that he got acquitted I think this is just another this is another notch in the burn it all down belt and I'm just ready like I feel like we can talk and talk about these cases that are all similar Well know, really quick yeah.
1: I just want to Clarify too so yeah mm-hmm. it was
0: during a, um,
1: a Protest against police brutality and what's Interesting is now he's come out mm-hmm. as Of 20 hours ago mm-hmm. To say that he supports the Black Lives Matter movement but we're we'll leave that Alone um, but instead Of focusing on him like we can focus on Julius Jones right and I Think what's interesting and one of the reasons why A lot of people in our community are so frustrated and set up is the fact that so julius so this this white boy gets off right whereas julius jones were supposed to be happy and thankful that he was not executed right like he wasn't killed by the state but he's also sentenced to life in prison without the chance of parole and i think that what what it just highlights is between the um correlations between those two cases. And then we talk about Trayvon Martin, right? And and how Trayvon, I believe was around the same age is again, like white supremacy does like, it does not protect us, it's not for us. And something that we've talked about many times is that it's like, when is enough enough? And something that's that's becoming interesting for me personally is that you when I think I think Gage's girlfriend, I'm not sure who which which one of the people who died, but she kind of was saying like the system had failed him his entire life. And this is just another example of that. And to me, I'm like, at at what point do we as a community, black, white, whatever, like agree enough is enough? Um, when, like you said, you have someone crossing state lines, right, bringing a rifle and shooting at protesters as if he was police, and he gets acquitted on all charges, right? Like how, like the the the, and this is the thing that's interesting to me too. Is like, um, and we'll get into this a little bit too. How like the the why the name of this episode is welcome home is that part of what's wrong or what's happening to people of color. Is like, it feels like being gaslit on all several, like on charges, right? We're telling you police brutality, like it zicks and it happens and the system is fucked up. And look, like, you know, like it's still like, it's still happening. Hmm.
0: yeah I mean I just I just don't have a lot to say. I just I feel like i've I've exhausted mm. myself because we it just feels like we're on this this endless fucking loop, right yeah, where we read the like we're in this endless loop we're we're going through this endless loop on so many different fronts like on one front it's another police officer has killed a black man, right? Or has gotten arrested or there's a video of police abusing their power in some capacity. Or there's a, a white person, you know, claiming they're standing their ground or defending or they were scared or they were, they were fearful and they killed an unarmed black boy Or even protesters and then on the other hand you have you know the numerous amount of black trans women um and black trans men and just trans folks of all colors and creeds that have gotten murdered this year alone which i think is the highest rate so i am just i me personally i can't like i know this segment is our community updates where we share with y'all what is going on but i'm like I cannot. It, I can't. It's so disheartening and exhausting and draining and enraging to constantly come back and you know have to dig deep to find pockets of joy to put in this part of our uh, of our episodes. You know, um, I
1: will say, um, find it, that there there is two. Um, two things that that, it, that has happened. Um, uh, there was a bill that was signed recently. Oh. Uh, that I need to find the, like, the information for because, again, like, I think I've just been so focused on all the shitty shit that's been <laughs> happening. Um, but, I mean, one thing for certain is that now, I want to say now in New York, you can put, like, X on your passport instead of uh, male or female, right? And so there is some level of, like, joy that is happening, right, in terms of um, like being able to properly claim your, like, your identity and yourself. Um, I think that Right. I mean, go
0: ahead. Right. No, no, no. I was going to say if we want to talk about joyous moments, I just want to give a quick shout out to Miss Mojo, AKA Mojo Disco, who dropped her long awaited uh, EP Juicy this past weekend. And we will be highlighting her on our Instagram page for Music Monday. So check out our story, um, where we will highlight, you know, up-and-coming artists and any projects that they have. So, um, yeah, Miss Mojo, um, if you haven't listened to the EP, please do so, get your life, and um, check out our Instagram for more info on that.
1: Yes, so I want to say yes. So um, on November 13th, there was a bill that was signed um, into law that says that... Um, Transgender names will now be added on billing addresses too. Um, So I'm like, yeah, there's some things that are happening um, that's in the right, you know, we're moving in the right direction. And something too that um, Jada and I talk about a lot is even, you know, November 20th was Transgender Day of Remembrance. And um, I think that as like every year the numbers rise, right? There, we have not seen a, a decrease at all, a decline at all. Uh, but what I will say, at least for me, is that the fact that we have so much more media exposure or at least like representation on television and media and not always be the aptest representation, right? But at least like, I can turn on the television and it, and it, and it's not just some cisgender man cross-dressing as an example of someone being transgender. Um, so that, so like, you know, it, it doesn't, it doesn't quench the thirst for more. Um, but it is something.
0: True. Um, yeah, I mean, so like we talked about um, earlier, this episode is you know coming home to yourself or welcome home, whichever title feels most aligned with you. Um, and since we're coming up on National Day of Mourning, um, uh, this Thursday, we wanted and folks are gathering now with family, um, biological, chosen, whatever. However you subscribe to family, um, folks are gathering in, um, in the next couple of days and this week. So we wanted to talk about, you know, we wanted to talk about coming home to yourself or being home. And this is actually, um, so Ali, I was thinking about this earlier. This is actually paying a little homage to our very first episode. Yeah. Um, so our very first episode ever was called Potluck. And we were talking about finding, you know, community and family during, you know, like in the middle of a pandemic, in the middle of a panini, right? <laughs> uh, in the middle of a pickle, you know, <laughs> when Mercury was in microwave, right? Um, so uh, I think, you know, I want to talk a little bit um, today about, you know, what it means to to go home or to or to come home whether that is physically going to a place or coming home to yourself so I have a question for you my friend oh I wasn't um. ready <laughs> my, what, my question for you is what does what does coming home to yourself look like for you like what are the three things that come to mind when you think of coming home to yourself but also, what does it mean to bring your full self or your authentic self to uh, to spaces with others? Mm. Yeah, I went Ooh. deep. A little bit. Yeah,
1: you did. I wasn't ready. And what's funny is my therapist actually asked me. Um, I bet we think we did our like six month, um, she asked me some of my strengths, right and funny is I have been lost for so long that I wouldn't have been able to answer her and then this time today I laughed want I can give you so many and I think that um, for some of y'all who are really close to me um, I like whatever week it was in August I legitimately lost um, and it took me a good few months to come home to myself and and what the, like to realign myself with who I am and so when you ask me that question it it what it is is I, I'm a person who likes to laugh right laughter makes me happy making others laugh having like that having the ability to laugh. Light is something that's, that's really important to me. That's why um, I didn't, like, introduce it correctly, but my name that I go by now is Seleli. It means sunshine. It means the celestial body of light. Um, and, and, and joy. Like, I'm a person who cannot exist without the light. Um, and whether that be like the metaphorical light joy goodness or like the actual physical sun um, and then I think the fact that you it's part of what helped me come back home like come back to myself in terms of like knowing who I am and allowing myself to grieve harm that I've done intentionally or not intentionally and still continue to believe in myself and still continue to find joy and pride in myself regardless of who I've hurt or how um, is listening is one, ha- knowing that I have a podcast, right? And I and that's something that a million times and I will continue to tell you this a million times, is one of the reasons that I have come home was taking a lot of space is I had your voice in my head right like I had my soul is in my head to help me come back to me so for instance part of it too of like pronouns and stuff I don't consider myself non-binary I consider myself gender apathetic right I don't care or just don't pursue me at all right and I think that's like one of the biggest joys is like Beautiful, right Midori means greatness that's why my mom named me that but Soeli is my name it's my choice um I like I have named myself and I think that like I and again I have mentioned this to folks close out of weight and all of it was healthy right like it was healthy weight but a healthy weight loss and like I'm not borderline diabetic anymore my cholesterol is in good numbers in terms of like you know, lose, like literally having a psychotic break and like trying to get my medication or getting my medication in a place where it needs to be and and coming, like coming back to, you know, Midori and Soeli, right? Like not, not hating one or loving the other more. I've also woken up in a body that doesn't feel like mine. Like it feels like I feel foreign in my own body, in my own skin. And Thankfully, that's something that my mom has actually been doing, like helping me a lot with is is it's not weird and it's not bad. This is who I always am who I always was supposed to be. And I think, as of you, and because of our friend glitter, it is like I learned to love myself as a fat person, right? And now that I've lost weight and all of my clothes don't fit anymore, I'm like, do i how do I still love myself? now that I am so Ellie, and I am 226 versus 270 right mm-hmm. um or even the fact that I was 240 in August um and I think too again like listening to our first episode again it is is always going to be authentic like myself even when I go home to my family and they say she her and they say Midori right is I'm still showing up as my full self they only get access to part of me and that is their loss, not mine. Um, and that's something you in particular have taught me is that I always show up as myself, like my light doesn't go out, even if I try to make and Mm -hmm. whoever is around me have full access to that light or only part of it. Um and that's and that's on them right like I just I come and i I'm come and I'm me, and folks either can take it and appreciate it or not, but there's nothing but I cannot hide any part of who I am um even even if I try and it and it doesn't work it doesn't work <laughs> hmm. well
0: thank you for sharing.
1: yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, I throw that back at you too, because something also, Ja, that I realized in like conversations with you too is, is, and I mean, you know, we in the kitchen, so I gotta be truthful. It's like, I feel like as bad or as little self-esteem as I've had is, I don't think you realize how amazing and magnificent you are sometimes. (laughs) And no, and I'm serious because like, when I think about everything I've gone through and how hard I got here, like, there's part of me that's, like, why did you choose me, right? Like, I – like, everyone – well, my mom in particular and you, like, think I'm an amazing person, which is not wrong. You're not wrong. But, like, part of me, too, is, like, why – Why did you, why did you choose me? Like, and, and I mean that in terms of like, you are such a light, you are such a magnificent, compassionate person who (laughs) holds, like, just, you just hold so much for other people and you very rarely ask anyone else to hold for you and I mean, I guess this is kind of not the same question you asked me, but I, I, but that's something that I, I, I am wondering too, is like, as amazing as you make me feel about myself, I'm wondering like how you were able to just give so much compassion and okay. comfort I mean, I can go I ahead, can,
0: sorry. <laughs> I can, I, no, um, I mean, so we are in the season of, you know, giving and, you know, giving thanks and appreciations, which I mean, it shouldn't just be a season. It should be every day, to be honest. So I I will answer your question and then I'll answer the questions that I asked you. And I invite our listeners to ask your, ask these questions of yourselves and of your friends and family this, this year and every day, you know? Um, so, uh, let's, let's, let's jump. Cause sorry, uh, had some coffee, so I'm a little jumpy today. <laughs> oh no. Um, um so your question was how how do I have the ability to give so much? Was that your question? Yeah, yes and no. Like I I mean I okay, yes, so ask, yeah, ask me your ahead. question. No, no, ask me your question and I'll I'll answer it.
1: I think I think for me just in our friendship is like you have this ability to just Bring out so much light, and it—I just out of me. I'll talk for me, right? Is I not thought I was a person of worth until I met you, and I think back to you, like, I, like I guess maybe, like, do you realize how amazing you are? I think that might be the question. Is like, are you aware <laughs> of just? No, it's like it sounds funny, but I'm just like. I like as sometimes you're like how did I like how did I choose you and I'm like actually how do you choose like how did you choose me people like you have a podcast I'm like yeah but it's only because Jade was like hey let's do a thing right and I and that's the thing is like you I don't know I just watched you just be this person who just fucks it up on a daily and just takes care of other people and I I guess that's the question is like like what does home feel like what does it mean to be Jade? Because Jesus Christ, it is oh. it is an amazing <laughs> thing to witness.
0: Okay, okay. So um, let's get into it. First of all, I'm just like laughing because so y'all, just the behind the scenes like blooper episode like moment we totally had a different script, but sometimes, you know, conversation in the kitchen, you know, like sometimes you have a recipe, but you may not have all the ingredients that you provide. So that is literally what is happening. Uh, so I'm a little taken back, but fine. Let's fuck it. Let's jump into it. Um, you know, I'm always, I'm always down for like, you know, being spo- spontaneous and just going with it. Um, first and foremost, I want to say thank you. Thank you for those words. Thank you for thinking of me in that way and, uh, seeing me as like a very giving person I think um it's hard for me to accept compliments so you can't see me but I am like cringing like I'm a like, very fidgety right now <laughs> um, and for those who know me really well you can tell that I am like literally losing it because like my voice is just, like jumping um so I'm trying to like, calm myself down but um truth be told I don't I honestly don't think I do anything special. Um, I don't, I think that, you know, I didn't have the easiest life, but I damn sure didn't have a, the worst mm-hmm. life. Like I always heard a phrase, there's always someone out there that has it worse than you. Um, so, you know, I had my hardships. I had like Trump, like, you know, moments that scarred me, changed me, you know, uh, that were uh, became what I can now call trauma because I didn't have the language word before. But I think I've always just wanted people, for me, I've always wanted people to be happy and to be good. And if I can make someone feel good, that that brings me joy. I don't, I think I'm learning to believe and accept that, I can be, like, I can I can let others take care of me, right? But I find such great joy and happiness from taking care of other people. Mm. So Whether it's making someone laugh, whether it's, you know, doing this podcast and, you know, um, our listeners enjoying it and you enjoying it, whether it's, you know, going to see my, like, my friends or getting flowers or sending someone a TikTok, letting them know that I'm... Any moment that I get to showcase even a tiny bit of joy in someone's life makes me happy. And, you know, I truly believe that I was... That I'm destined to be of service to people in various capacities. I think everything I've done in almost every aspect of my life has been some form of service. So this is also something that I don't second guess. Like, you know, when you could tell someone's like doing something because they're kind of like, hey, I want you to, I want you to see that I'm doing this good deed, right? I don't, when people tell me, oh, that was a really good deed or that was really sweet of you to do, I don't look at it like that. It's like, oh, Mm -hmm. it's something that I'm good at or, you know, that thing that I like cooking, you know, like I cook at a, at a, at a shelter for folks and you would have, if you would have told me, oh, you've been doing this uh, four or five years ago, if you would have told me I would be doing this as a career, I would have laughed in your face because I just like cooking. And it just so happens that people tend to like what I cook, you know. Um, I get joy out of feeding people. I get joy out of nourishing people. So um, I think, I don't know if that really answered your question, but um, that is what it's like to be me. It's like, I'm mm-hmm. a complex being, you know. I'm not always happy and you know, there are people really important in my life, really close to me, that don't always get to see the best parts of me, and I'm working on, you know, being able to show that to them. But I, uh, I just, I think, I just always want to make sure people leave, leave me, leave, whether it's, like, leave, like, move on from their season in my life or their interaction with me. I always want people to leave, you know, a little lighter, a little fuller in their bellies, a little happier than where, than what they came. So yeah, um, that's the answer to your question as best as, as I can answer it right now. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the questions that I asked you, uh, three things that make me, that comes to mind when I, I think of coming home to myself are um obviously service because
1: mm. being of service
0: is big for me so uh providing <laughs> can't... sorry shut up um <laughs> this is not the kitchen after hours <laughs> always... so future episode we'll be doing kitchen after hours very explicit i mean it's our podcast is explicit now but you know um my bad but yeah so so yeah being of service um brings me joy. So like taking care of others, providing care for others um, is a form of coming home to myself. I think also being able to uh, be silly. I'm a silly person. Um, a lot of people don't think that, don't see it. I'm deeply silly. Um, so being able to be silly and let my hair down, uh, the little bit of hair I do have, um, allowed uh, is, is another way of me coming home to myself. And I think uh, just letting me, like, explore. Like, I'm very curious. So if I'm in a space where I can be curious as fuck, well, those are like the three things that I can think of off the top of my head and think of coming home to myself. And as far as, like, coming home, uh, bringing my full authentic self, to the table when I'm around like others or family. I'm I cannot lie, what you see is what you get. (laughs) What you see is what you get from me. So, you know, and I think when I think about like the holidays, I think I think about all the folks that are going gonna be sharing space with others. And maybe they're this is the first time they get to fully bring themselves to the table. And it's like I encourage people to walk in your room walk in that room, walk in that space with your motherfucking head held high. And yeah, this is me,
1: mm.
0: eat it, take it all in, from head to toe, start up at the feet, work your way on up, <laughs> take it, you. you know, <laughs> take, take it in. Because, honest, no, what do you think about it? I think a lot of us, for so many different reasons, you know, we go into spaces with friends, with family, with new folks, and we introduce ourselves and they try to break us down. No, what you see, how I'm introducing myself to you, how I'm presenting myself to you, what you see is what you get. And now if if you get close enough to me to get to know the other parts of me, that's a different story. But how I present myself to you, how I introduce myself to you is what I'm showing you. So take it. Don't try to look for something else. Don't try to put something there that's not there or that doesn't need to be there. That's what I mean, you know? Yeah no I think
1: I know that's I think that's amazing and I think that like I so I met <laughs> I have to tread carefully because this person uh doesn't matter anyway <laughs> I ended up meeting an individual and we got into this conversation about like it just and you know something that we've talked about right is like I have this light or this magnetism that people gravitate towards like and i and and it's funny because it sounds really grandiose but it's really also not like it's just the truth um and so this person just like started sharing all this different information to me and like 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 just and was also was really hesitant like i don't know why i'm telling you all these things i think what's interesting too is like the more that people start to decolonize their minds the more Depending on which route they take, of course, the more they end up understanding how we all are the same. Mm. And I think that, oh, I'm about to cry. Sorry. And I think that's part of what um, coming home means to me now is realizing that, and, and we've talked about this in our, in our previous recording, where I was like, I, I can understand why someone would be a part of the KKK. I. Mm would not be friends with that person. We could never, you know, really share the same space, but I can understand why they would carry that belief. I think that I do not.
0: I'm sorry. <laughs> this is this is where our our opinions differ. I I do not. I cannot. I refuse to, you know, some people can call me I'm just there's nothing. There's nothing. There's nothing. And I truly mean nothing that can make me understand why someone can wake up in the morning and choose to dislike someone that they do not know solely on this person's DNA, their their melanin richness okay and 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 based in in the base their reasonings off of fucking stereotypes i'm sorry you know well see I that's know.
1: that's where i'll argue with you I, stereotypes right i think like the same way that you know a lot of folks in art like if we think about the the rate at which black cisgender men are killing Black trans women, right? Is is It's the same indoctrination, right? And so I'm not saying I sympathize with folks in the KKK. What I'm saying is I can understand it. The same way that I know my dad is never going to understand Soeli, never going to understand they, them pronouns, right? Is what I'm saying. Is, and that's what I'm saying for coming home to me or aligning myself is understanding that I have manifested myself to this point, Right. Whether th- through divine intervention, through my ancestors, right, and I'm going to, I'm going to be the one who chooses what I look like, or what I want my future to look like, or what I want my future generations to look like, right? Like if you think about it, on my birth certificate, right, it says Midori, but I'm not Midori anymore, or that's not my true, truest, authentic self. It says female, I'm not female, right, and then it says African American. I don't know where the fucking Africa I'm from. And this is something that th- the gentleman that I met with was talking about like, oh, well you should do a DNA test and stuff. I'm like, I don't wanna do that because no matter where in Africa you can trace my blood to, there are traditions that I have missed and will never be able to have again. There is a name that probably was supposed to be passed down that I did not get, right? There are rituals and things like that that I was supposed to experience not only did I not experience it, I'm never going to be able to experience it the way that it was supposed to or traditionally have happened. Right. Mm -hmm. So for me, right, and also being Jamaican and being from St. Thomas, right, I talked to my grandma about St. Thomas and all she can tell me is the um, obeya, right, is the sort of the only thing that's there, but that's witchcraft, right? So she won't talk to me about that. And so for, and you know, you know how I talk, right? Like, I can't go to Jamaica, they ain't gonna set me, they ain't gonna set me, I'm American. And, and like those, and again, that's in like our second episode that where we talk about how to like identifying and claiming our own blackness and so that's what i'm saying it's like is just like the same way that i have had to unpack a lot of my own understandings of blackness and families and and what it means to be black and whether i can fully identify that or not based on the things that i like and i enjoy and the stereotypes of what it means to exist in a black body and experience a black struggle and what black love is look like is the same way i can understand why someone else can't unpack the years and traditions of hatred because if like i said my father's not gonna, i still love him right and i still compare consider him family right but he's never going to understand my full authentic self and that's okay whereas someone else who's who's indoctrinated right if i'm telling you the way that you were con- People to be is wrong, then I'm telling that person that they are wrong. Their father is wrong, their great grandfather, the person before them is wrong. And that's a lot of limit to try to unpack and, and, and like overcome. And I think that's something that, like, between my mom and my therapist too is, is hard for me. My mom, my mom said this. She's, I love her. She was like, I'm well to a level that. She wasn't when she was younger, and that's why she's understanding now why it's so difficult for me to exist happily. Right.
0: Mm-hmm. I mean, so- I, so I I understand I I understand that, but where i I think what's when we're talking about like today's episode, right, or today's topic, we're talking about like, coming home to yourself, and I think uh, something that's that feels like it's coming up, right, as we're talking. Is there's a lot of coming home, whether it's going physically back home or creating a sense of home mm. or coming home within your, own, like coming home to yourself, like uh, becoming one or coming home to yourself within your own body, like your the body that you live in and exist in. There, it, there seems to be, I think the common denominator is like a sense of like, Discovery, mm. it's self-discovery, mm-hmm. and a sense of growth, right? And an un- un- unlearning and unpacking, right? Because think about it: when we, from the time we are, we're brought, we come into the world, we're already how um, we're supposed to move and be and exist in the world, right? Like how many times have we done things in our lives, or we've responded a certain way, or we believe we have a certain belief because that we, we were raised to believe that, but we don't know why, right? So I understand, like, my thing, my issue is you have to make a conscious, active decision. And the reason why I said I don't agree with your statement about understanding why, and the reason why I say I can never understand why someone would be part of such a hateful group or and in, in, in indulge in such a hateful mindset is because I feel like at a certain point, you have to make an active choice, Mm-hmm. You can, you can, you, you at a certain point, there it's no longer what you know. Okay, yeah, it's kind of like I was raised in the church, right? I grew, mm-hmm. up in the, I grew up in the church, so I was raised to believe, you know, the Bible, <laughs> everything that came out of the Bible was what it was supposed to be. But at a certain point, I start questioning things. So for me, and maybe this, maybe I need, you know, maybe I'm being a little. Bias right now and I'm not being as open-minded as I think I am I'm I'm still human y'all but for me I feel like at a certain point everyone starts to at some point you question things right you question life as you know it at some point so if you start to question things for me is if you start to question things and you notice that something's just a little bit off or it this this doesn't seem quite right you know are you still going to willingly participate Mm mm-hmm you know what I'm saying? I think that's where my issue is. For the folks that are like, yeah, I know, I don't know all, Like, I know some people who are openly racist they are like, yeah, I don't know all black people, but I believe that all, you know what I'm saying? Like, what? Mm-hmm. So you logically know that what you're thinking, you logically know that your your ideologies, your your beliefs are fucked, up, are fucked up, but you still are willing to go and follow through with it. That's my problem
1: we'll see the thing too and like again this is why i love the kitchen because we because sometimes like the thing is too like not all people in the kkk are even white right number one and number two the same thing can be said because i've had classes at nyu professors who have been black there's one man in particular there's cisgender black man we were reading an article on how um it was policy and we were talking about how um you know Like black men, black young boys in in particular will get, um, you know, get these lotteries and these scholarships into charter schools, right? And then between the demerits and all the all the um, things on their um record, right? Those the school records then get used in juvie cases and then also in the prison, like their prison cases, right? And so you have so for me, this is horrifying, but you have this. Cis black man who has educational and financial privilege, right. Has he inherited his, um, shelter from, or inherited his business from his father, right. Who was saying, well, if these boys just pull up their pants, right. And behave, they can do better. Right. And so for like, and that's what I'm saying is like my understanding of it. Like I agree with you obviously. Um, but my understanding of it is just the, the, by default almost, we are never going to be on that same page because of the bodies that we exist in but at the same time anti-blackness exists everywhere right and and I think that's that's part of the reason why it took me so long to come home to myself right is the, is the is the is the ability which I think is both a gift and a curse to like see so much gray area
0: mm-hmm. and
1: and, I, and I, I think i've I've started especially like talking to you more and kind of returning to my normal life where you know, I, we talk almost every day we check in um, and you know giving myself a lot more grace than I have in myself is like this understanding that the world is beautiful and filled with so much color. and when and also when we, individually and collectively like focus so much on you're never going to understand what the fuck I'm going through um so you don't get access to me we then lose out on something that can be beautiful and I think too that's one of the reasons why I say I can understand those folks but also I feel sorry for them right and I think and like we we've talked about, right? Like is especially as you know, I'm I'm thinking of all the young folks who are now like in undergrad school or whatever, who are now going home, who now use they them pronouns, you know, who are now being a lot louder and and unapologetic about their identities, about the things that they care about, the things that they're passionate about. Like seeing all the the TikTokers who calling their families out about the Capitol Hill, like that was beautiful, right? And I think that I think that that discovering too is like now i feel like i can go back to saying i hate white people and people who are white who are in my family and not in my family sorry but like in my life and in my circle no one understand that has nothing to do with them right and but again like i do see the difference between between me saying that because of a of people and their lineage versus like the systems that they have created and continue to uphold. Um, and again, that's like going off topic, but like, I, but also that's, that is, it's going off topic and it is part of the topic, right? Like I believe that we all exist in each other. I really believe that we all are part of the same spirit body, whatever. And I think that like, because I choose Mostly because of therapy, um, <laughs> but I choose not to hate someone else. Like I choose not like, you know, sometimes I get real savvy, but I'm like, I can't do that because then, you know, better than the other person. And I really, really think that forgiveness and, and compassion for someone else also means that you have forgiveness and compassion for yourself. Um, and that's the only way, at least for me, that I feel or I've come to feel um like realigned with myself um and and that's something that we've talked about too a lot is you know I didn't think I was going to make it to 25 what does that mean right it means i got to keep going i got to like i'm in my future and also in my present and and I think that's kind of something that you said, too, is, is it is it is coming home, but also reinventing. home, Right. Um, when you were talking about earlier about being in the sort of sort of endless loop. Right. Of like trauma and oppression and and, you know, like the news, nothing is different. And made me think of a lazy Susan. Mm. Right. And. And in thinking of that, I th- was thinking about different seasonings that we, that we have there. And it just reminds me of, of, you know, what we like, you know, like marinating and taking time. And, and that's the thing is like, is f- like for me, like, in and, in, in discovering, you know, I, so well, is my name, they, them are the pronouns that are only pronouns I want to be used with me, um, or just don't perceive me at all. Right. Is, is. I lost it. Well, it, it, it is exactly that, right? It's like, we all get to decide who we are. And we get to choose and decide who we who we want to be. Um. And, you know, I think that, like, again, it takes a lot of fucking work, like, none of it is easy. None, of, like, none of it is easy. And that's the thing, I would never be white. It took me a minute, to be honest with you. But I never, ever, ever want to be white and it's because the amount of unpacking that would need
0: to happen i don't think i could do i mean yes i totally hear that i mean i'm not i'm not a white person but i think when you think about unpacking we as black folks have a lot of unpacking to do because i think something that and i'm i'm you know I know we're, you know, we've been chatting for a minute, but you saying that just made me think about the fact that I think we we as uh, Black femmes and Black non-binary people and just Black people and people of color in the world, but especially Black folks need to sit with each other and have some serious roundtable discussions. Yeah, there's some, there's some, un, there's some serious unpacking that needs to happen within the Black community with each other. And I feel like they, I've noticed a lot um, on other people's platforms. There's these conversations that are happening, but people are talking at each other. Yes, and no one's listening. And right. I think that that's something that needs to happen within all communities and people in general. But I'm going to speak to I'm, a, I'm a speak to my <laughs> folks right now. I'm going a, I'm to a call y'all in this hot-ass kitchen right now. And I'm going to say that we we do some fucking damage to each other. Yeah. And it, we don't want to talk about it. And this is a... what We still in No Nuance November? Fuck it. Let's go. Okay? <laughs> Fuck it. Let's go. So, No Nuance November. Black folks... We do some damage to each other, and mm-hmm. we don't want to talk about it. We put a lot of focus on what yep. every other race, especially what white folks do to us, but we don't want to talk about the shit we do what to each, we other. Do each other. For example, for example, y'all black cisgender motherfucking men. Say it again. Y'all black cisgender motherfucking <laughs> men. Y'all, y'all motherfuckers, y'all. Uh, fucking, I want to fight y'all. Just line up, let's fight, let's square up. Like, I want to fight because I can't tell you how many times I've been at protest for another black man that has gotten murdered or been arrested or some got gunned down, and you know, and it is black women, all black Baby. women. All black women that are up there, and black all black women. So black, black, black cis women, black trans women, black curvy women, black skinny women, black BBWs, black women that ain't got no act. All black women have been at the front lines for everybody's fucking cause, and for, especially for black men. And yes. y'all motherfuckers. I'm sorry if we're gonna talk about coming home home don't feel safe around y'all for me
1: no you're you right know? and then it's something and that's think... mm-hmm. go ahead go ahead <laughs> no well something that's interesting too is like I in in unpacking a lot of biases something that I realized is I am cisphobic, but I am espe especially, especially biased against black cisgender men and something that i've also learned in speaking i do have a friend who is a black cisgender man he works in politics right is he can understand he can understand because the reason that it's so intense for me is that is exactly what you said also is if you go back to fucking slavery bro like Black women were feed literally feeding the children of slave masters, literally feeding them, and then ended up being owned by them. Right.
0: Listen. And I mean, for me, ahead. I don't even gotta go back like thinking about what we were just talking about. It yes, it goes, it it runs deep. These these wounds run deep, right? These narratives that we keep reinforcing, like you you can change you. Listen, here's the thing. You could change the seasonings. A burger is still a burger. Oh baby, say you can oh change the seasoning, but a burger that's still a burger you trying to serve me, bitch. You know what I'm saying? And I feel like that's the thing. People are like, oh well, we're not in slavery days no more. Oh well, we're not in the sixties no more. But y'all still keeping a motherfucking narrative running. Right. Right?
1: And you know what? On that point too, now the burger is quinoa and it's still the same thing. And yeah. I and I
0: right, and, that's you, the, and that's and that's my that's thing. go ahead. <laughs> no, I'm just thinking like it's we keep these narratives running. We keep it going and going. And bitch, I want kill the Energizer Bunny. Stop keeping it going at this point, because <laughs> because no, because just it just makes me think about the fact that everyone's like, oh well, things aren't the way they used to be. Okay, that's my point. Things aren't the way they used to be, but y'all keep reinforcing these fucked up ass narratives. Yeah, want people to bow like bow the fuck down. Like I watched a video on TikTok and I'm so mad. I can't think of the creator, but. There was a, she asked a question about why black men don't like black women, right?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And black men in these motherfucking comments went ham. And, they, and then somebody made a video and was like, who told y'all this? And here's my thing. Why do people think, and this doesn't just go for what we're talking about right now, this goes for anything in the world. Why do you, I don't understand why people think you have to explicitly look me in my eye and say, hey, I don't like you, but mm. you're, you're black. You don't have to tell me. Your actions are loud as fuck. Your energy. Your actions are loud as fuck. You know how many times me, a dark-skinned black girl, growing up, saw that little black boys, you know, that that r- are reminded me of the black men in my family, or little black boys wanted the other girl because she was lighter. Mm-hmm. Or how many times have we heard... Like, there's a whole documentary. If you, if you, if if anyone out there has ever seen the documentary Dark Girls, there's literally a fucking scene where they're talking to, or maybe it's another documentary if it's not in Dark Girls, but I watched some documentary, and they were talking to dark skin black boys, and they was like, yeah, I don't fuck with dark-skinned girls. I don't fuck with dark skin black girls. I want me a Spanish girl. Bitch, we all black. I'm sorry. Hello? I'm sorry. She got melanin. I'm just a little more melanin-rich than she is. The fuck? fuck is wrong like that's my problem my and this is why i'm saying we can't talk about uniting as a uniting as a group or be, being more unified until we address these, this the shit that we got going on like right. let's bring it we in the we're in the kitchen right it's too hot right because these are these are the hot topics these are the hot plates that we dishing out that y'all don't want to eat no i'm gonna serve it i'm gonna put it on your plate you going not eat this you're gonna come eat this and you're gonna talk we're gonna talk about it because you go, it's a, it's a hard it's a hard dish to swallow, but it's real, and we need to talk about it because so many of us have been swallowing this for years and holding it, and having to push through it. So then, and what kills me is that then, when we find people who see us, like truly see us and embrace us and adore us and uplift us, y'all got a motherfucking problem with it. Kiss it. Yeah, in the words of my great grandmother, kiss these hot ass grits, kiss them. Cause you get, you're not gonna tell me that I'm supposed to sit here and stand by you and defend you and uplift you and wipe your motherfucking tears and feed you and scrub your motherfucking back and rub your feet after you work. Cause I don't work 10 plus hours a day, but I'm gonna come home, take care of you, make sure you're good. But who takes care of the nurturer? Who's gonna hold me? You see what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Who's gonna come for me? And that's the motherfucking problem. And I'm not going to do all of this and then still openly public. And I'm doing this publicly. I'm loving on you and uplifting you and defending you publicly. And you're going to publicly disrespect me. And you still want to talk about some, Oh, black whip. Like, are you fucking serious?
1: Well, Jada. And that's the thing too. And it's like, you know, I have a friend we going to bring him on. Cause I think he, he'll, he'll be ready for the heat. He won't be, but he'll, he'll enjoy it. Um, <laughs> But I think that, like, and you're about to make me cry. And I think that, like, again, like, that's why we created this podcast, right? It's, like, you say something like that. And it seems like we are, like, it's, oh, no, you're against the black man. And I'm, like, I'm not. But at the same fucking time, I can't keep holding you up, keeping you from the fire while the fuck I'm burning and you ain't doing shit about it, right? And I think that that is literally, like you said, like, like, we need to have a serious conversation within the community for the community. I think that's the difference. That's not happening. Is that there's com- these conversations are fucking happening, but they're not happening for us, right? And and as I know, like it, we <laughs> we're about an hour in. It's like I uh, with the individual I mentioned earlier. I talked. I'm like, do you know Baird Rustin? Because everyone knows. I will shout this man's name from here, here, there everywhere. Hell or hot water, right? And it's because, it's like, why do we not know his name? Everyone knows MLK. Why do we not know Bayard Rustin? And I say that because I, particularly because I know him, because someone I consider the mother told me about him the same year that I was sent to the fucking psych ward, is because he exists, I know it's okay for me to exist, right? And... And that's and that's part of like what coming homes means and why we need to have these conversations. He even said back then that he didn't care about blackface and all these other things because he's because he said it's taking, it's t- it's moving the conversation away from the actual conversation of the shit that is actually wrong, right? And again, I will say this again, George Floyd, the only reason why he got justice was because everyone was home doing jack fucking shit. Breonna Taylor still has not have any justice. Chandra Bunn, still no justice, right? But everyone's home alone because of fucking COVID. All of a sudden you hear George Floyd's name in the fucking streets, right? And that is something that I think that I think black men particularly and also there's a lot of black women too. I'm not gonna hold you. But like don't understand is we go hard for y'all all of the goddamn time. There there is all of the time. And like you said, the moment, the minute, the hour, the second that we find someone else who's who who's looking like a little pale mouse mosquito, right? Who's giving us the love that we deserve, there's a problem. Fucking like um, what's this woman's name? Meghan Markle, mind you, she she looked like her damn self, right? And and her child looks white, and she came to America. That's how bad the racism was. You see what I'm saying? Like things like that. Ser- uh, Serena Williams, right? Fucking Beyonce has a black man. What that man do to her? Like it. It just feels like like the the amount of gaslighting that happens in this country, just in terms of being aware of the bullshit it's like i feel like it's the same amount of gaslighting that happens when i'm dealing with black men who just who don't who don't get it right who think that i'm friendly and i'm nice i'm like yeah but i'm also smarter than you sir you'll be all right like you know what i'm saying like it it is and i think that's something i've noticed too is like black men cannot handle me because of how intelligent i am and and how soft-spoken i am and i'm like yeah i am but also you cannot play me, and that's that is that is like, oh, you see, you see, you see how you see what you riled up. But, but that that is the thing is like there, it, it just feels like the black struggle is always surrounded around the black man, and which is fine and important to talk about, but the vi- vice versa never. It happens and it also doesn't happen specifically for black trans women who consistently and always are the ones doing the fuck
0: work. Baby. Oh my goodness. Ooh what a sermon. What a place <laughs> to serve up. I mean I think I my final no my final my final uh plates I want to serve up for this week is just that I think we as people, like as humans, we need to, you know, right is right, wrong is wrong. And I think we can, we need to, if we, we need to start loving on each other more. Mm, yes. And I think also we need to start changing narratives. We need to let people self-discover what it means to be them. We need to stop working mm. these very old binary ways of being. Because that is that is killing so many of us, especially trans women. Um, trans women are dying at the hands of not just um they're dying directly at the hands mainly of of, of cis black men, but cis black men are you know they're they're operating from a very cis heteronormative yes. narrative, mm-hmm. and um, cis women, we talking to y'all too,
1: baby.
0: <laughs> we talking to y'all too, and I would love to dig into that to a dedicated episode just to that. But I think I want to end this for me. I'm in my final words is we need to love on each other more. We need to let go of these old tired ass ways of thinking, especially when it comes around what it means to be a man what it means to be a woman. Why can't we just be good people? Why can't we talk about what it means yeah. to be a good person? What it, why can't we talk about what it means to be loved and seen? Mm. Let's switch it and talk more about that and pour, m- put more emphasis on that. So on that note, for me, that is my final dish that I want to leave y'all with. Um, and I, love, uh, I loved every minute talking with you, even the moment <laughs> that we um, didn't fully agree. Because in this kitchen... We are allowed to have a different variety of dishes and spices on our plates and that is okay.
1: It is. And I think that the beauty of what happened, right, is one of my favorite things in the class I I was taking it. And if you're in the class, you know what I'm talking about, the great hearing debate is that part of being alive and being human and being home either within or without yourself is knowing what matters and what's important. And I think that this conversation in particular and all conversations we have is around what is important to us and what values do we have? And I think um, like as a closing for our listeners, you know, there was a lot of things that was said today and whether you take it lightly or take it personally or however you take it, I think that what's important is that you take it and you show up. I think that regardless of whatever amount of privilege or lack of privilege you have, we all have amazing, beautiful souls. And I think it's to decide whether whether or not we choose to dig into the beauty of who we are, or if we choose instead to dig into the darker parts and stay there. Um, and I just want to thank you, Jade, and all of our listeners for giving me time to accept the documents um, and to come back to the light and come back and share my voice and my story and my humble opinions with all of you.
0: All right, y'all. So um, just for this week, because it's a special, you know, I just want to give thanks. I want to end this this episode with saying thank you. Thank you, so Ellie, Thank you to our listeners. Um, and yeah, just thank you. And remember to show gratitude, y'all. And until next time, stay uh, tuned. Are you not going to do our chant? Um, Not this week. Okay. Um. Yeah. I just, I'm feeling a lot of gratitude just for being able to hop back on and talk with you and talk to our folks and so yeah thank y'all so much and until next time stay tuned and come back and get fed y'all bye y'all